Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding, Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola... You have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. My Instagram messaged me. I haven't messaged them back yet, but they were like, I just want you to know, because you guys talk about the D word a lot, uh-huh. you're following 666 people on Instagram. We are? I am. <gasps> on my personal. Oh. Because I unfollowed all the Kardashians. So it's your fault. Yeah. That... <gasps> He said, you need to unfollow or follow somebody. I just haven't got around to it yet. You still haven't? Do it right now, you weirdo. All right, hold on. Who this do I, is exactly what happened. Who do I unfollow? Me. Do I, I follow? don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, no, I'm panicking now. Hold on. Who can I follow? Why don't you just follow someone? Well, that's what I'm saying, but who do I follow? Um, I'm so scared. Um, uh, Brene Brown. Oh, good one. Thank you. She makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. Follow. Okay, people, we're good. Six, six, seven. Woo! Woo! Oh my gosh! Close one. Close Good call. Lord. Well, now we now we know why we're recording this for a second time. Yeah. Because you freaking you freaking invited us. the D word into our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not talking about donuts. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> or dinosaurs. Um. Yeah, we're recording this for a. Second time, the irony of us recording the part two of the imposter syndrome <laughs> because two we, times. We had to do the first one twice, too. We had to do the first one twice because I um, malfunctioned. <laughs> and this one we're recording a second time because not only We did sounded like our audio was like, wah, 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 wah. The audio sounded like complete static. It was with, so scary. Not only that, but the first time, the first 
part of the video that we recorded, the first almost 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was like. was cr- The file was corrupted. And we were squished. And we were, yeah, like mini, mini us. But I couldn't even get it to re-upload really? another time. Yeah. Every time I tried to upload it, it said this file cannot be found. It's corrupt. And I'm like, why? I, is it the Gochish Major Schmolish? Her career? <laughs> the ghost of... Rachel Hollis's career attacked our last episode because we... We talked about her a li- we did. just a little bit. Here's the thing. Here is the thing. It's the same thing that we mentioned when we talked about Biden. He is who we voted for. Yes. But, but we, we will criticize him if he starts effing up. Yes. If he does something that is brought to our attention that we're like, mm, don't like that. Don't like that at all. I have no problem calling his I'm ass out. I'm not going to blindly follow these people just because they did one or two things that I liked one time. Right. So uh, am I going to sit here and say that there, uh, that Rachel Hollis didn't help anyone? I'm sure she did. But I'm also going to hold her accountable for her words and how harmful they were for so many people. Mm-hmm. And I never liked her. <laughs> bring up the fact that there were people who I think were probably harmed by her initial message in the first place. Well, that's why I never liked her. Right. Because to me, somebody who has struggled with depression, anxiety, like hardcore mental illnesses, especially back like when she released them, right, in 2012 I don't know. I think it was right around when I had Noah. When we talk about not following people <laughs> who are not healthy for us, she's someone... Like, I couldn't. But yeah. I remember the message that people were talking about with Girl, Wash Your Face. And I, she was like, you just have to get up. Get up early. And the first thing you do is wash your face. And that's how you start your day every day. And then you'll be successful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, my girl... Getting up is the issue. Yeah. It's not you washing are, my face. You are forgetting that there are several <laughs> steps before washing my face. Like, yeah. I don't know, opening my eyes. Yeah. Sitting fa- up in the bed. Wanting to get out of bed. Yeah. Wanting to wake up yeah. was an issue. So the fact that you're just like, if you wash your face, success. It's yeah. like, um, no. <laughs> and that's the reason why I want to tie it to imposter syndrome is because those kind of all or nothing phrases, like saying... Um, if you just get up and wash your face, you'll be successful. Or you're going to have a great day. It'll be a great start to your day. You're you're thinking about neurotypical people. Right. And a lot of people, that's not the case for them. And when you have a platform that falls under self-help, the people who need help (laughs) are the ones that you're ignoring. It's kind of like whenever you say... I don't know. It's just like if you had an office for disabled individuals and it wasn't, um, r- there was no ramp on it. Right. You know what I mean, like, who do you think that's for? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so you're you're denying those people who need that the most access to it right. because you're not thinking. You're thinking that everybody that looks and thinks and feels the way that you feel is going to benefit from this right but you're neglecting an entire group of people right who desperately is wanting help yeah and if you're not talking about those people if you're not bringing that group into the conversation you are missing a huge part of the equation not to mention and i know she could say well it was for specific type of people it wasn't for you and that's fine you don't have to make a book that's for everybody i understand However, what you don't do then is shame people into thinking that because they didn't get up at 4 a.m., because they didn't work hard enough, is the reason why they're not, quote unquote, successful. And I don't like that she equates success to money. Right. Because we talked about that before. 
my uh, my boyfriend was talking to me before about the podcast, and he was like, "Well, you know, um, we're let's just pretend like yeah. this is basically let's keep humbled until right. something big happens." Let's just pretend that, you know. It's just a fun thing that you it's guys a fun thing do. That don't get doing. too excited Basically, about it. Basically, yeah. Like, don't get your hopes up too much because I don't. he knows what happens when yes. they come crashing down, yes. which is fine. But he was also, the way that he worded it was like, if your podcast gets successful. And I was like, I'm going to stop you right there. Right. Because to me, it already is successful. And I'll tell you why <laughs> we feel it's successful. And it's because, and I'm almost grateful that... Um, we we have to re-record it because something just happened today on our um, our group page, ladies and fans. If you guys aren't on there, it's I am so proud of um, that community oh, because it's of, so wonderful. Yeah, ev- everyone is so kind and they're so open, and it feels like such a safe space. I'm very helping proud of it. each other. Yes. Like they, I see somebody put a very vulnerable status, and I'm always like, oh, I'm nervous to yes. comment, and then I see like three people commenting with helpful advice, and I'm yeah. like. Worded it better than I could. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And the reason I'm so proud of our community, not just on there, but like on our Instagram, on our TikTok, on our YouTube, is because it looks so very different. We have people high income, low yes. income. We have people who are homeless. Yep. We have people who are small business owners. We have people who are jobless. We have people who work for corporations. Um, yes. We have people who are all races, all genders, all sizes, all sexualities, and they all feel safe. Communicating in, with each other. Yes. In, yeah. in this space that we've created. And to us, that is success. We have made zero dollars yep. doing this we've, we've made, lost money yes um actually that's a lie you guys see ads technically i think we're making money i don't know how to get it yeah i see it i see it on our analytics it's, it's like you have like, estimated you but like, you can't have this you've estimated this much earnings from your videos and i'm like well that's a nice that's a nice little number um, of a number. But what is that? How do I get that? Yep. So I don't even know how to do this. But as of now, nothing no. has been put into our bank accounts. No. Um, and even then, the money that we have accumulated honestly doesn't even pay for the gear yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we still are at um, negative. negative. <laughs> But it doesn't matter. That to me, it's not what success is. Right. And that's what I think the problem with people like Rachel Hollis and her message, which is like, there's only one way to be successful. Right. And it's to put your body and your focus and your mind towards profit, Mm -hmm. towards making a profit, towards making someone else a profit, towards working really hard. And that's a great goal for people who are driven by that. But if you're driven by helping people... Mm -hmm creativity your success looks different than her success and maybe you don't have to wake up at 4 a.m that's the other thing i said in the last podcast we did um i learned about in my psychology class your circadian rhythm and Mm -hmm. all that stuff some people's bodies literally are wired to perform at their best at their most functional at like eight o'clock at night right well think about all the people who work um, night shifts. Yes. Like so, if someone assume. goes to bed at four a.m. because they've been working all night, is it like? And it's and I'm sure that if she were here to respond to it, she'd be like, "It's not about the time you get up." Well, then don't say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then don't mention a time at yeah. all, or don't mention getting up in the morning and starting your day. Blah blah. Because some people start their days at six p.m. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, just 
assume that the world isn't just you. Right. And that people can be successful doing things not the way that you do it. Right. And part of the problem is that she was speaking in a way that almost put her above her housekeeper. If you guys are unfamiliar what's happening because you don't follow her, which good for you. Yeah. Um, I, we didn't read her book because just reading the message we knew was like going to be harmful to our mental health. Yeah. People um, were sharing little excerpts of yeah. her book and I was like, Ooh. hard pass on that. Girl. Yeah. Um, but I have listened to her podcast before. Cause I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give her a chance. Yeah. And I listened to it and I was like, this has big girl boss energy. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't think that I can get behind this because it comes off like if you work hard enough, you get this. And her housekeeper works, works just her as hard. Ass off. Yeah. Um, and her job is so valuable. Yes. It, her basically, Rachel provides a service. Yeah. And her housekeeper provides a service. Just because Rachel makes more money doing her service does she not got make lucky. her service more valuable. You know she got mean? lucky. I was t- again, I was like your success is measured by <clears throat> not just the work cuz that's ignoring we were listening to another podcast and Demi Lovato was on it. Yeah. She was talking about being a child star. Yeah. She was like, "Well, I worked really really hard and that's how I became successful." And mm-hmm. the person who was I can't remember who it was, but they were like, "Uh that's negating all the people who work their asses off practicing guitar every single yeah. day and are still playing in a local bar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got lucky. Luck ties you, into it. You have to remember um, systemic, how many Disney child stars are people of color? Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's a sy- systemic yeah. um, bias. Socioeconomic. Yes. Um, if you already are in California or in a place where, like, if somebody in freaking Wisconsin probably yeah. isn't going to become a child star, right? There's, if you have there's generational wealth in your family, so much that ties into what can make you successful. And I'm, Demi Lovato did work her ass off. Yeah, good for you. But don't assume that that's the only reason why you got to where you got, right. because that negates all the other people who are working their ass off who didn't get to where you are. Right. And and you can't say that they didn't also work their ass off. They right. did. Yeah. So that's well, and I would say even with us, like, I think that there are a lot of podcasts. Do I think that we are more special than anyone else because we have just gotten a a a pretty big following? (laughs) Yeah. Um, No. No. (laughs) Uh, We are very lucky. I'm very fortunate that I am married to someone who has a literal degree in production, and Mm -hmm. so he knows how to do this. We got lucky that I'm a photographer, and so I already have the gear and know how to edit, know how to produce video for this, um, that I've been doing social media as a part of my job for an extended amount of time. Like That we we know each other forever. We've known each other forever, so conversation comes easy, and it sounds not forced. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think that acknowledging those things are also mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. and we deviated from my original thought but it just came yes, back I'm to yes i'm sorry me. go no, ahead that's our brand we're on brand <laughs> um but my original thought about uh, talking about how words matter because she set it up in a way mm-hmm. that sounded really bad mm-hmm. um and it's important to take accountability for those things uh because she said you know what makes you think i want to be relatable <gasps> your whole brand made you 
seem like you wanted to be relatable. Yes. And you saying, I want to live a life that's not relatable means you're admitting you played everyone. Yes. You played everybody. Everybody who bought into, hey, if you just do what I did, you can be successful like me. And then you're like, actually, I'm better than you. I don't want to be like I you because I'm up to be here. There. Yes. It's like... Oh, well, I shouldn't have spent so much money on your fucking book. Right, right. <laughs> you know? um, I also did want to mention taking accountability for words. Um, someone I saw uh, Friday night after um, we finished recording the first one, um, someone had messaged that in our anxiety episode, we made a comment about um, sometimes our panic attacks feel like they're not us. Yeah. And we said, that's not me, that's Patricia. And oh, I don't yeah. think we talked about, Maybe we talked about split specifically. I don't remember, yeah. but we did say that wasn't me. That was Patricia. Yeah, I didn't talk about it because I've never seen the movie, so I've no yeah, idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have seen the movie, and this person was saying you referenced the movie. Um, have you talked about why that movie is problematic? Have you addressed it? No. One. I totally forgot we said it. But two. <laughs> I'm so happy someone brought that up. Yeah. Because I would love to take accountability for it and say how problematic that movie is and um how it contributes to negative stigmas and, yeah, yeah around dissociative identity disorder yeah. i've recently been doing a lot of i don't know if research is the right word because i've just been um watching Looking into things well yeah. I've, I've been watching a lot of videos because mm -hmm. that's what i do to learn about things um specifically from systems who have dissociative identity disorder and I'm learning about uh, how they're born and how that works. And if you guys are interested in an episode just totally about dissociative identity disorder, I've wanted for us to talk about it, but it is something that is born out of really horrific hor traumatic yeah. events. Yeah. And because we sometimes get comedic, I would never ever want to um, make light of such a horrible situation. Mm -hmm. And, um, I kind of see that us even making that comparison could be. Now, I, I still do believe that sometimes when I am at my most anxious, I have kind of an out-of-body experience. Right. Um, but I don't ever want to... Yeah, we, we talk all the time about yeah. how we dissociate, which I yeah. think is... But we don't have... No, we don't have that. dissociative identity disorder. Yeah. But it it is super helpful for me to understand um, someone else's reality that sometimes... Is a form of protection the brain has created um, an altar to come forward and, and protect yeah. the host, the person. Again, if you guys want to learn uh, or us to regurgitate what we've learned about dissociative identity disorder, we totally will. And I want to say here, we apologize if um, that was offensive to someone and thank you for bringing it to our attention so we could acknowledge it yes. and so that in the future we can use... Um, different terminology to yes. address that feeling because it should be addressed more respectfully and appropriately. Yeah. And I'm, I'm piggybacking yeah. off of what you just said, but that reminds me of what you said earlier about she wrote another book, correct? That was girl. Stop apologizing. Yes. yes. I just the title alone. I didn't read it. So I don't know. I'm assuming there's good behind it of like, stop apologizing for, you know, cause sometimes I say, I'm sorry way too often yes. for things that I shouldn't. And that's yes. fine. But also, then when you see her reaction to getting called out for being privileged, how she doubled down hard on it yeah. and made herself look like an ass. Yeah, she blamed her team. She, yes, and she she it just was so um, 
what's the word? Like she had blinders on or something. She was just not aware yes. of like what she sounded like or looked like. That's where girls stop apologizing. Um, maybe girls start. Maybe, maybe, maybe girls start, start apologizing and taking accountability. Understand that when people call you out for things, necessarily, it's not always a bad thing. We've had messages yeah. before that were like, hey, I really, really like you guys. So that's why I want to tell you what you said or what you did was problematic. Yeah. So that you don't do it anymore because we know that you don't want to intentionally hurt people. Right. We love that because yeah. we don't want to hurt people. We are not. I've always said, please correct us if we misspeak. Um, we have a very limited knowledge of like right. the world when it comes to just different people. We have grown up in the same place and really right. and, in and when you aren't, we talked about this with um, when we did our Black Lives Matter series it, about how um, you only know of things in the way that they're presented right. to you. So. People with dissociative identity disorder, this is not what this episode is about, do not go around telling people that they have it because right. that's counterproductive. The system is created to keep them safe. And so in, in announcing that uh, they have this, mm -hmm. it's unsafe. So you're not going to know. And so the only real experience that we had had with that was that movie right. or how it's portrayed right. in media. Right. And so I don't, I didn't know any other... Um, I didn't have any other understanding of it's it. It's not like we know personally people right. who, and who are affected by it. And that's why I was seeking out people who did have it to become educated about it. Anyway, we could talk about that another time. But we don't want to come on here and just start bashing her, but we do think it's important to point out why what she did and why her message and why her words are problematic. Yeah, because it plays into imposter syndrome. Yes. And the reason we're talking about imposter syndrome again is because you guys of any episode that we have shared that is the episode that you all seem to gravitate towards the most yeah well, i think everybody is affected by it i yes. think that's one thing that like everybody can say they've experienced it yeah literally everybody yeah. um and i think that people um the the thing that people are saying is like i Oh my gosh, this is me. I have never resonated with something more. I someone else feels the way that I do. And the reason we want to do an updated one is because I listened back to that episode. That episode was from 2019. We actually recorded both the anxiety one we just referenced and the imposter in the same day. Mm -hmm. Um I don't know that girl in that episode. <laughs> I'm going to be totally honest with you. That girl is broken. She is splintered. She is hurting. Um, she is confused and lost. And um, I am not that person anymore. And it really, really hurt me. Uh, I'm happy that I have that because it is such a good measure of growth yeah. for me. But listening to it, I cried a lot because I felt sad for me. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to give me a hug. Yeah. Um, and the reason we wanted to do an updated one is because if you saw yourself in us, in me, in that episode, I hope in listening to this, you'll be able to see, you don't have to stay there. Yeah. Um, so in that episode, I talked a lot about how I don't know what's real. Mm -hmm. I talked about how I pretend, um... And I only allow, I, I like curate stories to tell people because I only want them to see a certain version of me. Um, 
You made yourself out to look like the bad guy a lot in that one. I did. Which is not the case. I made myself out to look like I was a manipulative. Deceiving the world. Yeah, that I was tricking everyone all day, every day, that I was wearing some kind of mask and painting some picture of like, look over here to distract you from the real me. When in reality, I, I am someone who has a lot of emotional trauma. Mm-hmm. I didn't know at the time of recording that that I have a panic disorder and that I suffer from PTSD. I actually remember thinking when we recorded the anxiety episode, um, I imposter syndrome, my mental health, but I, I remember thinking I can't speak on this topic because I don't have anxiety because I don't have mental health problems, which is funny because she's literally come to my house before and like (laughs) hyperventilating. Yes. And I'm like, Hey, my girl, I think you're having a panic. <laughs> yeah. Which I found out that having like one to two a day is a problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> turns out. Turns out not normal. Not normal at yeah. all. Um, and so I, in in going to therapy, which we'll say in every episode, in case there's new people every episode who hasn't heard us say before, therapy is a privilege yeah. and we understand we that. We know. Um, but we are hoping that through our... Like jo- like documenting our journey, yeah. maybe you guys can also Get like put something from yeah, it. pieces yeah. together. And if you have the if you have the um, resources to go, yes, and you please. need that little push, yeah, just giving you that little push. Please, please go. If if you like, if anything else, just to validate yourself because it's amazing. Oh. I didn't think. I thought I'm making these up. I am giving myself yes problems. I have depression. No, you're not. You're lazy. And my therapist was like, there's no such thing as lazy (laughs) people, first of all. There isn't. If you're not doing something, avoiding doing something, there is a reason why. Um, I remember thinking, I don't want to go to therapy because I don't want to pay someone to listen to my problems. They can't care about me. And that's actually, if you are someone who has been avoiding therapy because you long for connection and you have abandonment issues and you really want someone to build a lasting bond with you and you know that a therapist can like has to have a boundary not to create that bond, that is actually the best thing about therapy. Yeah. Because someone like me who is someone who is a survivor of emotional abuse, I... <laughs> I didn't know what was real and what wasn't real. Yeah. I the whole episode, me talking about like I'm fake as fuck. I tricked everyone. No, I didn't. Right. And if we listen to our gaslighting one, that is a symptom of being gaslit yes. and be being told something about yourself yes. and your life for a very long period of time. You start to be like, Well, my version of reality is this, but this is what I am getting told right. constantly. Which one of these is correct? And because you don't know who to trust. Yes. And, and these And you um, can't trust yourself because you've been told that yourself is a liar, manipulative, yes. not a good person. Yes. And so it was very hard for me to know if I was being authentic or if I like I was always hearing voices in my head contradicting what I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And because I never learned to trust myself or really ever had heard my own voice, I didn't know what was real. Right. And so in speaking to my therapist, when I would just like lay things out for her and explain it, she was able to dissect and be like, no, Jerry, that wasn't okay. Yeah. Um, you feeling that is totally normal. You're allowed to feel that. And and I started, I, I had mentioned in an episode that Therapy scared me because it felt like I was 
pulling at threads in the tapestry that it was my life. Um, so metaphorical. <laughs> <laughs> and I was scared that if it all unraveled, like what would happen to me? Right. Who would I be if I completely fell apart on the floor? And guess what? That happened. Yeah. I did fall apart on the floor. I did finally get to a point where I was so overwhelmed by the the messages in my head that were not mine that I broke mm -hmm. and I remember just sitting on the floor <laughs> fully dissociating yep and I had tunnel vision um I everything was once, real weird but it was in the bathtub fully clothed <laughs> yeah and, and I was like got out of it and I'm like what's happening here <laughs> who, who, who are we yeah um and I realized I got to choose who I was. I got to leave the stuff on the ground that didn't feel like me yep. and pick up the parts that did. And um, that, that doesn't, doesn't make, make me, you an imposter. No, it doesn't make me an imposter. Um, and it doesn't make me a liar. No, it doesn't make me. It doesn't make the person you heard in the first episode not real. She was very real. She was very hurt. Yeah. Um, it doesn't make me in December who was presenting to be one version to you and and falling apart on the ground doesn't make me a liar. Um, it doesn't make me imposter. That. Um, I want you guys to know that. No one is entitled to every part of your life mm -hmm. and you are allowed to keep things to yourself. You're allowed to keep things safe until you're ready to share them. Yeah. And that's why I've never told you that I had a psychotic break in December. Yeah. That's why I didn't announce that um, we almost stopped doing the podcast mm -hmm. in December. Um, there are things that we didn't feel we were safe enough to talk about. We do feel fine to share these things now we feel like we have all the tools in our toolkit to share them and so we're sharing them right but if um, we didn't we don't have to yeah and i'm not an imposter for for performing yeah for um, only giving you guys one side right we are multi-dimensional people so if we only show you one side we get all the time oh i wish i could you know i get people that are like you give me hope that i can move forward from my trauma and um you know emotional abuse and physical yeah. abuse that you've have suffered I have PTSD still pretty severely. Yeah. I just don't show you guys that. Yeah. Like I I put it I make it look like I have it all together because who wants to sit up here and watch somebody literally fall apart? Right. Like and 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 it I, is not safe for you to fall apart while you're falling apart. That's like, true. like put your put yourself breaking because I don't know who's watching this. Right. And those are things I have to keep to myself. So I just want you guys to know that when you think that, like, it, we, we might look like we have it all together, but we don't, and right. you don't have to. But you also don't have to show everybody that you're not okay. Right, and and I think that's the point that I want to make about, um, because I previously, I had talked about it in that episode saying, like, oh, people think I have all this time in the day, but I don't. I made you think I have shit together. It's okay. It is okay <laughs> to not put your... your um, yeah, parts. you're bad. And it's not bad. It's just your uh, fragile parts. Yeah. It's it's okay to not share your fragile parts with everyone. Yeah, um, keep your parts private. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you don't have to give everyone access to those things, and you're not faking it. Yeah, it is okay for you to go out and do a job and then come home and feel exhausted from it. Or it is there is um, it's you're protecting yourself. Yeah, and you're not 
you're not fooling anyone. You're not pulling the wool over anyone's eyes. You're not a faker. You are a, a human being having the human experience, and it is not all or nothing. We have good days. Yeah. And we have bad days. All or nothing statements make you think like you're make you think you're an imposter. Mm-hmm. I thought I was a bad mom. Because occasionally I lost my shit. Right. If I wanted to be a gentle, respectful parent and I snapped and yelled at my kid and had to walk out, well, then all of a sudden. I'm faking it because I say that I look, uh, that I perform gentle parenting. Yes. We're humans. Yes. You make mistakes. Right. That's literally how we operate. Yes. It doesn't make you a bad person and it doesn't make you a bad mom. But labels that we either put on ourselves, society puts on us, our families put on us, those can make you think that you are one thing. Yeah. And that you are only that. And sometimes they're positive labels and sometimes they're negative labels. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt like because people said I was funny, I had to be funny all the time. And I felt like if I wasn't funny, if I wasn't chipper, if I wasn't bringing the funny ha-has to the table, yeah, (laughs) then I was a liar forever holding that label. In the toxic positivity one, I talk about how people were like, you're not depressed because you laugh all the time. I felt like I literally had to entertain and put on and be the funny Mm ha-ha, like a clown, literally 24-7. Because if I didn't, people would be like... Just don't want to be around me. Just not like, oh, you're not who I thought you were. Yeah. Because you portray yourself as like this funny girl all the time. But you can be both. I know. But I never thought I could. You can enjoy being the funny girl, but also Also be a real person that has sad emotions sometimes. And that doesn't make me an imposter. I feel like if you, I know labels can be helpful um, for people to understand certain parts about you. But I think maybe taking a second to think about yourself from the perspective of what are my labels? What are the things that either I feel people are holding me to or that I'm holding myself to? And do I feel like I am strong enough to wear that today? Well, and that reminds me of um, when I couldn't label myself as educated because I didn't have a college degree. Yes. I thought I was an imposter by calling myself educated because I didn't have a college degree. Right. Which is insane. And who labeled college educated educated? Exactly. Well, the society, yes. the world. When we right. were growing up, it was like, you got to go, especially but 90s and early. you're one of the smartest early... people that I know. Well, thank you. <laughs> you're See, welcome. even when you said that, I was like, no, I'm not stuck with it now. But like, people tell me, Corey tells me all the time, I know that you're smarter than me. And he's a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> but he's but like, you've labeled him more intelligent because of his job title. I have, absolutely. And there are probably times that because of his job title, he may feel like an imposter. Like, I'm not that smart. Please yes. Please. Because yeah. he's like, I tricked you. Because I'm a nurse and I, I got into nursing yes. school and, and tricked you all by passing. And I'm like, you didn't trick anybody. <laughs> yeah. You put in the work. Yeah. You did it. You have to be smart to pass nursing school. Right. shit is hard. <laughs> it is so, hard. So, yeah, that's how I feel now that I'm in college and I have like all A's, but I'm working very hard at it. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm also like... I don't know. I don't. I feel like I'm just tricking these people into thinking I'm smart because. But no, I'm not. But it's okay. But I think the reason you feel like you're tricking people is because sometimes you don't feel smart. Yes. And it's okay to not feel smart sometimes. Well, or sometimes or I'm not, not smart. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, sometimes. Well, but you don't always have to be one thing. Yeah, because you and I both listen. I, I've listened back to these sometimes, and I'm like, that is not the word that I meant. To say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or like the phrase that I meant to yeah. say. And then I feel like, what an idiot. Or if I, 
don't like my grammar is off or something i'm like yeah. wow they're gonna think i'm so uneducated yeah that is first of all that's like ableist as shit yeah but that not everybody gets the same kind of education mm-hmm. that doesn't put you and there's no limit like we yeah. said in fixed and growth mindset there's no limit to your intelligence if you put in the work to keep learning you're going to get smarter right <laughs> like that's that and if you if a label for you that someone's put on you is harmful because you can't um, you're not ready to understand that it's not all or nothing. Don't wear it. Yeah. Don't claim it. You don't have to. Um, That's why I call myself a big dum dum for so long. <laughs> it was intimidating because yeah. I feel like when people say, like you just said, mm-hmm. you're one of the most intelligent people. When you just said that to me right now, I had a panic attack because I was like, if a, I'm a ever panic- dumb. Then she's going to be like, wow, I feel fucking stupid for saying that about you. But you if know, I ever don't know something. I'm happy that you said that. I am obsessed with clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience. Because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in, but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm-hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing mm-hmm. because a lot of places may not have options yeah. for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, "Ah, I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. 
If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. What is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care? Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about mm. my day, and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time-use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's not a cup, and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One Flex Disc can be worn for up to 12 hours, and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes, my white sheets love that for me. (laughs) Flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons, so they are planet-friendly. And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it and you won't lose it. Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons, I really truly believe that. Well, this beginner is grateful for that. (laughs) Yes, It's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for years. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash tangents and use code tangents for 20% off Flex Disc starter kits. Or 10% off your first Flex Cup. Plus, you get free U.S. shipping. That's code tangents at flexfits.com slash tangents. Because it helps me understand why that phrase can be toxic yeah because when i said you're one of the smartest people that i know it's not because i I think you have pressure 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 pressure. yeah no and i understand why (laughs) it's not because i think that you have all the knowledge it's because i know that you have the desire to learn things that you don't yeah yeah yeah. that you are not afraid to seek out more information Mm -hmm. it's that you don't i enjoy doing that yeah i like to do that that's why i think you're smart because you say things that make me go Oh, <laughs> or because you look into stuff or because yeah. you educate yourself on things. I think that you're smart because you have shown me time and time again that if you don't know something and yeah. you want to know about it, you learn about it. Yeah. Not because I am going to, I feel like I can quiz you on anything in the world and that you will have the answer. Well, because when you said it first, my first thought was like, I don't know how wood works. Time out. I'm an imposter. Let me tell you all the shit I have no idea about. All the people that are like, look at these dumb girls. They yeah. don't know how why sticks in the air. Anyways. But that's the thing is like, because I don't know about one thing, but I was asking a question because I genuinely wanted to learn. We yeah. learned a lot about hard and soft wood. And being smart isn't 
knowing everything. Yeah, yeah, you could be very intelligent about one specific topic. Right. You could be very intelligent. Same thing with creative. You yes. could you didn't think you could claim being creative because creativity to you looked like being able to draw really well. Because when I was younger and I liked to read, I was labeled a smart girl again. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, this is a lot of pressure. <laughs> I don't actually want to learn about everything because some of the things in school, math, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I literally don't care about it. So it, it to me, I was like, but then when I started failing in it, I was like, wow, I'm dumb. Yeah. But it was just like, I have no interest in learning about this because numbers, I'm a little bit dyslexic and numbers yeah. fuck me up. Yeah. I don't like it. So then whenever I thought that I was stuck in like right-brained logical yeah. whatever you can't be creative because you like to read right what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so then when i started and i couldn't draw or anything like that so then when i started like i don't know i doing think i started doing crochet. crochet and string art yeah and people were like wow you are so creative and talented and yeah. i was like what the fuck <laughs> Am me? No. But that is, it's a creative outlet. But instead of saying thank you, you said, I can't draw. No, I was like, I can't, I, I'm not creative. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> because I can't draw or paint. I think, I think maybe to allow yourself to accept things like that, it's changing what that word means in your mind. Yeah, I love it now. When I say, I think that you're smart, I think that you're creative. Mm-hmm. It's more so like I like how your mind works. Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah, even yeah. like what's in there, it's just how how it works. Yeah, I yeah. like how you process things. I like how you put things together. I like where your mind goes. <laughs> I do. Thank you. Because I like even how your things. <laughs> I think that's why we work together. Yeah. So well. Like when we were talking about toxic positivity, my yeah. brain went one way and your brain went the other and it clicked together so well. Yeah, and it didn't mean that either one of us were wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, "Oh my god, that's such a smart way." That your mind put stuff together. Yeah. You know? Thank you. Same with yeah. you. <laughs> and also with com- you. <laughs> I should spend the next 30 minutes complimenting each other. I love that <laughs> for <too>. us. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, there's more. There's more. But yeah. wait, there's more. There is more. <laughs> the problem, though, with imposter syndrome mm-hmm. is um, this weird thing that started happening to me where I was like we're not podcasters i mean we are but like we do it as a fun hobby well then when it started to get big and people were telling us like oh my god you guys are first of all people were calling me famous and i was like fucking stop doing (laughs) yeah please or like i'm such a fan i'm like what what no 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 please don't say you're my fans but i love it but also it's yeah thank you we don't we don't say that like please stop doing that because we want to insult you for doing it it's more so of us having in imposter my own syndrome. head like, my we're imposter not- yes my voices behind me were like they're fucking with you <laughs> they're yeah. fucking with you well then we're not just pretending to be like, people i heard something saying like oh people who are influencers want to be relatable so that you people don't hold them accountable because they're like friends with them. I want and, you to hold me accountable. Yeah, definitely hold us accountable because I hold my friends accountable. Yeah. <laughs> like good for shit. <laughs> yeah. But I tell my friends all the time when they're fucking up. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> but this happened, I think, so fast that we're having a hard time sh- moving our brain from like, we are just two people talking in a basement. Yeah, to, to like now people are like, hey, yeah. you made me want to do this because you said these five words. And yes. I'm like, that is, a pa- that's a, power that I <laughs> yeah. didn't ever know that I had so now imposter syndrome is like turning into um I see that it's happening but 
in my mind, I think it's like a defense mechanism where my brain is like, close your eyes. I don't want you to see this because what if it goes away? You know what I think, it, like the picture that just came to my head when you said that is almost like the people who are at your board Station. Yep, yep. Yeah, are like, oh my God, get the bricks out. And they just start building a literal wall <laughs> so that you I can't see it. Yep. Honestly, that's how I feel. Because then if I see it, then if I can acknowledge that it has become successful, which yeah. I just said, yeah. to me, it is yeah. because I, I'm helping people. That's all I've ever wanted in my life. Yeah. Um. Then it's like, well, you did it, so now you have to acknowledge that it's real. And and my brain is like, no, no, <laughs> please no, don't. we don't, <laughs> please don't. So I apologize to people if I don't get back to you um, in messages, or sometimes sometimes I have to just shut it out because I'm going to work with my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go back to therapy. I am. I have to yes. now. I have to yes. because I don't know why I can't accept something good that's happening yeah like my brain is like full on it's very much the left and right situation yep. <laughs> my brain is like putting a stop sign there and it's mm -hmm. like no no we'll go in a minute but you need to stop here for a second yeah. and i can't get through the stop sign yeah because my car stopped <laughs> i don't know why do you want to uh un unpack maybe why why you might do that well do you want to help? Because I don't know why. Well, I don't know why. I can tell you maybe what Barbara might say. I'll channel Barbara. I think there was... Uh, okay. I I thought about this. Did you watch Pen15? You uh, did. Parts of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You made me watch it. Yes. So in the, the show, first of all, I am very much both of those girls. When I was in... <laughs> Like middle school. Pen 15 school? is on uh, Hulu? Hulu. Was, yeah, yeah, Hulu. Pen 15. If you grew up in the 2000s, yeah. like early 2000s, late 90s, um, and that's when you were in like middle school, mm -hmm. please freaking watch this. Yeah. <laughs> you will, there's so much that I was like, oh my God, these girls are me. There's a part in it where they are like, hey, the two popular boys in school, they say that, yeah, they're like, this guy really, Brandon really, really likes you. He thinks you're super hot. Oh, wait, but this guy really likes you, too. He mm -hmm. thinks you're super hot. And they're the two most popular boys. And she's like, oh, my God, they both think I'm really hot. And then they start laughing at her. And it's actually because she's like, you just, which is the ugliest girl in school, right? Yeah. So they're making fun of her. Yeah. That Things like that happened to me all the time yeah. growing up. All the time. It was mm -hmm. like, hey, my friend thinks you're really hot. And then I'd look over, like, excited. Yeah. And they'd be laughing at me. Yeah. So, <laughs> and here's the thing. I know that people will talk about stuff from their childhood like that. And people will be like, that happened so long ago. Trauma has no time limit, sweeties. <laughs> I'm only bringing that up because I can, that's what like equates to why I think you guys might be fucking <laughs> yeah. there's literally no other logical reason yeah. in my adult brain why I would think that these super, super nice people who yeah. say super, super nice things would secretly be at their home like, <laughs> ha, ha dumbass. All of them. All, all of them. Yeah. How many messages we've gotten? All of you are just joking yes. with me. Like making me feel a certain way. So if I had to, I think it's like a defense mechanism oh, in yeah. my brain and that is trying to keep me protected. But at the same time is like, you, how about we make you feel no feelings? Well, yeah. And that's it's making me something numb. that, mm -hmm. I, whenever I first started therapy, the reason I went back to therapy is because I was having a very hard time back to therapy. <laughs> the first time I went, I was forced to go <laughs> at like 13. Anyway, when I chose to go to therapy for the first time for myself, I 
wrote down on the paper that the reason was because I was having a hard time balancing work and being a mom. Yeah. Because I felt like I was failing both of them because I couldn't give them 100% because my all or nothing mentality told me if I'm not constantly on my email, on my social media, posting photos, editing, then I'm a shit photographer. Mm -hmm. Or if I'm not always making my baby's meals from scratch. And baking with them. and Yeah, and and rocking them to sleep, then I'm a shit mom. Mm -hmm. But that all or nothing mentality is what was making me feel like I couldn't claim that I was good at either. Um, When I am good at either, because I'm not a fucking imposter, neither are you, neither are you. And I'm going to say it. For when I relapse and I need to hear me say it. Well, hi, because right now I'm relapsing. Because I remember when I listened to our imposter syndrome, I was kind of like, I don't really feel that. Because for me. Because I was having a meltdown and you were like, I'm going to let you take this. Yeah, (laughs) you go ahead and take the reins. But we were kind of talking about how we feel like imposters with the podcast. And I was like, I feel like we know what we're doing. We're Mm -hmm. having a good time. We deserve this. Yeah. Well, then it started to get big. And now I'm having imposter syndrome. Why now? It's so cute. To hear us in that episode be like, this is getting bigger than we thought because we had like, <gasps> like hun- 200 we had a hundred to two hundred <laughs> downloads, and I was like, this is getting huge. huge. We can't believe it. I just think it's so cute, and to me, I'm like, wow, you precious, precious little flower. Right. Um, please keep that mentality. Yeah. Um. Well, I think that's what I want to do. Is I'm trying to keep that mentality. So when I see all these messages, yeah. you have, trying to stay humble. You have messaged me like do you ever read these and you just start immediately crying? And I was Mm -hmm. like, no, (laughs) because my brain instantly puts a block up and it's like, don't feel, don't feel. Yes. Conceal, don't don't feel, feel, don't let them know. That's literally it. I want to. It fucking makes me so mad. You guys are so sweet. I want to cry with you. (laughs) I can't. That's the reason that I brought up therapy and the original reason why I went to therapy, because I thought, here's my problem false turns out my problem was completely rooted in stuff that i was traumatized by as a literal child things that aren't your fault yes things that trained my brain you guys would be amazed how much of the shit that happens in your childhood can affect you as an adult because think about it this way you show up here pretend babies aren't babies they're aliens okay they're from another (laughs) planet follow me (laughs) they're on another planet and they come here and they're like wow weird shit how do i how do i be here yes you know and so your job as a parent isn't so much to like raise them as it is to introduce them how to do life on earth yes okay and so as a baby you're like so i don't really know how to people these people are going to teach me how to people got it okay and so when someone responds to you in a negative way Mm -hmm. because of your feelings you're like oh People teaching me that this isn't how you people. You're yeah. peopling wrong. So stop feeling. Stop crying about that. Stop feeling. That's yeah. not stop what we do. feelings. And so, or um, it is a good thing to work yourself so hard. Literally to death. Yeah, that you have nothing left. Yeah. Um, that's how you be successful. You're, you're constantly learning how to be a person. And so if when you are young, you are taught things maybe completely unintentionally that are counterproductive it can manifest itself in your adult life in a way that you don't understand and you're angry you're not adulting correctly yes because so you're an imposter because you're not adulting correctly because you're not following step one two three four yeah that i've completely made up yes this isn't real right this is society's dumb bullshit makeup shit and normally the people who are teaching you also have their own trauma so they yes. don't really know how to do it no, either they don't. so 
that's why we're having these open and honest conversations to be like, we're still learning. We're still growing. No one's got it figured out. And it's okay if you don't claim shit, don't claim it. it. It doesn't matter. But that's why when I went to therapy, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go back to little tiny baby Jerry mm-hmm. and be like, what's happening with you, girlfriend? Yeah, let's and retrain re- from step, yes. literally step yes. one. Yes, there's something um, in education um, called backwards chaining. And so when someone has a big explosion um, or a reaction to something, that's the peak. Mm-hmm. You don't want to look at the peak. You want to look at all the stuff yeah. that got you to the peak. Mm-hmm. You have to go backwards until you get to a point where you can't go backwards anymore. Well, sometimes with trauma, sometimes the way with our brains work, we have to go all the way back to high school. Yeah. We have to go all the way back to middle school. We have to go all the way middle back to... Me five years old to try and figure out why these things started this way. Your house is not going to be stable if your foundation was cracked from the beginning. Yep. Why, why is my brain having this immediate reaction to something positive in trying to protect me from a positive thing? That's like, why am I feeling that way? And is it because maybe anytime you've had something positive happen in your life, it's been followed by something very negative. And Mm -hmm. so to accept that this is a positive means that negative is coming and you're scared. Mm -hmm. So if you don't accept it as positive, then you can't ever get to the negative. Yep. But if you don't accept it as positive, you also don't get to experience the positive. Oh, and I want to experience it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Your brain is trying to keep you in a world where, where nothing good or nothing bad happens. I'm in a level of neutrality all the time. But, but it's, it's also n- nothing. It's numbness. It yeah. is literally nothingness. That is what depression is. You feel nothing. Yes. And I don't want to feel nothing anymore. Right. I want to feel happiness. Even if it's followed by awful, awful sadness. Right. As long as I get that happiness for mm-hmm. a minute, yes. I want to feel it. You got to go back to there. I might have to. I'm fucking have to. You gotta go. And my brain is broken. <laughs> this is bitch is broken. broken. <laughs> um, and it doesn't make you an imposter to it encourage doesn't. other people to go. Thank you, because yes. that's how I think that's what makes me feel like it. It's because mm-hmm. you guys are messaging me like I have it all together, and I feel like, oh my god, the more you ask me like for advice and questions, I'm like, I am such an imposter. I am lying to these people because I don't fucking know. Yeah. But really, I do. It's just I can't take my own advice. Yes. I can't do it. I wish I could. But I don't think inside my mind, I don't think I'm smart enough. You guys do. You Thank God. But but you also... You have been to therapy. You yes. know the importance of it. And just yes. because you're not going now doesn't mean the first two aren't true. I know. So I'm just scared. I know. I know. And and you also went through a period of time where you couldn't access it. Yeah. I and really, it, that was, and now it's like a weird world of like having to do it over computers, which gives me anxiety because anytime I have to do anything new, like yeah. that it's different. That's why I don't go into grocery stores anymore. Because yeah. when they fucking change the layouts, yeah. hello anxiety. <laughs> Yes. I'm like, okay, now I'm in a whole new world. But why is change so upsetting for you? Oh, well, because Let's... I probably because I moved 16 times when I was a child and it made my life absolute hell. Yeah. So now when change happens, I need everything to stay the same. Yes. Because that's the only way you feel safe. <gasps> wow, we are really This one is about you this time. But I'm glad we I, did this. I wanted to share something um, that we already talked about. So do your best at reacting. <laughs> okay. But I had this thought about the game 
among us yeah. because imposter syndrome. Hey, I'll be honest. Remember when I told you I blacked out? Yeah. I don't remember it all. What you're you don't? <laughs> Even better. You know what? Sometimes when we have to re-record stuff and people are like, is that going to be hard? I'm like, Sierra doesn't know what we talked about, so it's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's, it's all new. Yes. But so the word imposter syndrome was like not new when we talked about it, but I think that it's starting to be more of a conversation. Mm-hmm. You guys, uh, so many of you either tagged us, sent us or shared that um, imposter syndrome post with us. Yeah. Um, but imposter now has become almost synonymous with the game Among Us. And yeah. if you're not familiar with the game Among Us, um, basically you're there's a little space suit. let's say there's five people playing so there's five people on this ship and the goal is to keep the ship running you have to do little tasks yeah you have to do tasks and it tells you like on your sheet like okay you have to go fix this gasket you have to upload reports you have to get to the engine room now because we're about to blow okay but one of you four of you are working your ass off trying to keep that ship together Mm -hmm. and one of you is the imposter is the imposter sabotaging (laughs) the whole thing you are either not doing tasks or you are going around and killing the people who are doing the tasks (laughs) okay I felt body gets reported yes and then everyone has to have a freaking meeting about it and And they're like who of you did it yeah and the imposter's job is to make you think it's someone other than them Mm -hmm. okay and I realized when I was reflecting about my journey with my mental health, um, discovering and, and putting myself back together with who I wanted to be and not feeling like I had to carry everything that people told me I had to carry, um, I realized that I thought I was the imposter. Yeah. But really, there was someone or someone's, plural, in here trying to sabotage my ship. Yeah. They were just running around fucking shit up for you. Yes, making That's what's me think in my ship, right? Yes, now. <laughs> making me think it was me. But when I discovered who the imposter in my mind was and was like, "You Trauma. don't <laughs> you don't get to tell me anymore what's real." Yeah. Your voice doesn't matter. I'm kick it, technically you can't like kick your trauma off your ship, but you, you know, can block them out a little bit more. You can say you're an imposter. Yeah. What you're saying to me, mean voice, isn't real. Yeah. It's not real. I'm I am the real one. Yeah. We talked about this in the one that you guys didn't get to see, but the, the best analogy I've ever heard for these voices that you guys might find yes. is if you've ever watched the movie Soul. God bless Pixar. Oh my God. We could do a whole series. They just are just teaching me how to like yeah. every time I'm like I'm gonna watch a fun movie with my son. Midway through, I'm like having total breakdowns, existential like reali- crisis, realizations. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. But there's a moment where I can't even. We're I we can't get into it because yeah. But one of the souls, twenty two. Yep. Is we don't know how they identify, so we'll say they. Yeah. They are. They, I think, afraid to go get their Earth pass. They don't want to go to Earth. No. They don't want to go to Earth and be a person because they're like, it looks terrible down there. I'm having to a be, great time up here. And to be fair, it is. We understand. <laughs> we don't blame you, 22. No. So they are, um, they have a bunch of different mentors throughout the time. And the, and the mentors are always like saying some negative shit. Not like, but like, you'll never get to Trying Earth. to convince 22 to want to go to Earth and figure out what their purpose is. Yeah. And 22 is being 
defiant yeah. in a way and i know that has a negative connotation but it, they don't want to go yeah um and so it frustrates and the I mentors they don't know why they don't want to go right. yet yes so and the mentors like- are frustrated because their job is to make this person want to go this soul to go to earth and yes they can't make the soul go to earth and so they're annoyed and so they say things they don't mean yes so at the end of the movie ish there's like a big black shadowy figure yeah inside is just all of those voices and they are sounding saying the same things yeah but the way that they're putting the spin on it sounds so negative Mm -hmm. and um 22 is just crouched cowering literally and being berated by these voices Uh that are again not really saying um what they were saying, but they are in a way. Yeah. But it's just like the way that they're saying it is so much more harsh. Yeah. That's how it That's feels. what it's like having a brain um, that is anxious and or depressed. That's how it is inside my head constantly. So yes. when I get excited, when I read your messages, I have those voices that are like, they're fucking with you. This isn't real. They don't actually mean that. Um, wait. If you get up high enough, you're going to fall, like mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. So I have to just protect myself. And they be don't like, actually think that you're smart. They don't actually think no. that you're funny. Why would anyone think that about you? Yes. So it, my my imposters inside my head, destroying my ship, right. are just constantly like, rah, 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 rah. and yeah. so my brain is like, you know what we'll do? We'll quiet everybody. Yeah. And now nobody no, gets a voice. No one gets a voice. <laughs> and um, let's lay in bed for four days. Yeah. <laughs> That'll make you feel yeah. better. And and when you quiet all the voices, you quiet your own or you quiet the kind ones because yeah. um, we talked about yours, which are your voices, the right. kind ones are yours. And that's what I, I'm sad that my brain is quieting yours. I yeah. wish it wouldn't. Yeah. Um, that makes me very sad. I know. It makes but me so I, sad. But I understand because yeah. in the first episode, I kept saying like, I tricked you. You didn't even yeah. know. I tricked Shane. My husband didn't even know. And really it's, I didn't trick either one I'm of like, them. There's no way you could have tricked me, bitch. I know you so well. <laughs> Honestly. And, and it's because you and Shane have always been positive voices in my head. Aww. You have always been people who have loved me unconditionally and, and loving someone unconditionally doesn't mean that you haven't had trying times. Shane and I did not have a straight path to love and, neither and did family. We. <laughs> and neither did we. We had some hard times. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time... We even, always loved each other yeah. through it. <laughs> Sorry. I love you so much. I love you so much. I was just telling someone the other day that like... I can't even explain, <laughs> like, our connection. No, you can't. Um, no people way. are like, how, how do you guys know each other? And I'm like, we are two halves in one hole. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> There's a reason people think we are lesbian lovers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I always feel like I disappoint you when I tell you, no, we are related. <laughs> yes. Oh, and there aren't a lot of places I draw a line, but I do no. there. <laughs> We have to. I, I draw a line there. We just found partners who resemble us. <laughs> we we found some people who give off our energy. Truly. We married the male forms of each other. <laughs> yeah. And it's not weird. <laughs> not at all. Um, but yeah, I just... The whole point of doing imposter syndrome 2.0 is 
to help you guys see that. Hopefully you can see yourself in Jerry if you saw yourself in her the first time. And if you saw yourself in Sierra the first time of being the cheerleader, of being someone who appeared to like. To be fine. <laughs> to be fine. We want you to know that it's okay to relapse. It's, it's okay. okay to be where she is now. <laughs> yeah. Because in a year from now, maybe we'll do a three point. <laughs> yeah. And maybe I'll be better. Yeah. And maybe I'll be worse. <laughs> Because it's, One can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not absolute. No. It's not a straight line. And it doesn't make either of us imposters because we are we are growing constantly as yeah. people. We yeah. are constantly different people. Right. And we can and you know what? I don't like to shower. Yeah. And that's okay. It's Girl, okay. Don't wash your face. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make yeah. you a bad person no. if you don't wash your no. face. Who gives a fuck? Your I don't have the fine. energy. I know. Well, I I said in the last episode I don't wash my face. I'll be honest with you. This makeup is from makeup when we did the last episode, and I just put some more. I just kept putting makeup on. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Who cares? I d- I didn't wash my face, and guess what? I don't. I, I I'm mean, unsuccessful. <laughs> guess what? I have no money. <laughs> so it turns out, go buy her money. <laughs> don't please don't. Honestly, well, I mean, if you want to spend your money how you want to spend your money, but we do not endorse it. That's no. what I want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, um, wait a minute. We do have to talk about what spoons. We... Oh, we can talk about spoons. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about spoons. Okay. okay. Spoon theory was yeah. something we talked about in the last one. Um, I learned this from my. Uh, son's therapist because we were talking about how my son has anxiety because I have a oh little baby yeah my my husband is with my baby so if you hear my baby <laughs> sorry that's why um but we were talking about uh inflammatory bowel disease which I yeah. have Crohn's okay yeah. I am constantly not feeling good yeah. I go through bouts of like really bad flares and because of that. My son is in therapy because he has anxiety from my physically abusive relationship and Mm -hmm. being around it, from me being sick constantly from having Crohn's, and from me being anxious and depressed. He feels anxiety around me like he has to take care of me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he feels like he's got to take care of mama, which is sad. And so we're working with his therapist and both of us to make him feel like he doesn't have to. Right. Like 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 I'm going to be okay. Yeah. That's not his responsibility. Even though I have bad days. It's okay to have bad days. So when she was explaining this to me, I was having a hard time. And she's like, there's something called the spoon theory. And she's like, you, everybody wakes up with the same amount of spoons. Girl, get your spoons. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, where someone like... Rachel mm-hmm. would wake up and have a spoon to wash her face, right. a spoon to get a shower, a spoon to get breakfast, and a spoon to go out and start her day. Right. My spoons, it takes me three spoons just to get out of bed. Right. It takes me four spoons to get a shower if I even feel like showering. Yeah. It takes me five spoons to um, make a meal for breakfast, right. which is why I normally don't eat breakfast. Yeah. Honestly. So by the time you So have- by the time I leave- for wherever I'm going, I'm out, I'm out of half my spoons. Yeah. She's got full spoons left. <laughs> and I'm down to, all the way full. I'm down to half my spoons. Yeah. So she's And like, there's no... Here's the thing. Um, I feel like some people may look at that and be like, oh, so I just need to figure out how to use less spoons. You, that, you may never. Yes. You, it just may she's be. She's saying to give yourself a break. Yes. Because you are living with chronic uh, chronic pain... And a mental illness disorder. Mm-hmm. And so give yourself a break that you might not want to spend four spoons to shower that day. Yeah. 
give yourself you a put break. those on reserve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because because when you end the day and you're you've taken spoons from the next day, now the next day you've got half the spoons. Yeah, and so by the spoons. end of the week, I'm I'm no spoons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no spoons McGee. <laughs> So, and that's tough. That's a tough place to be is no spoons McGee. Yes. So that's why we want to tell you if you are using too many spoons to get up and whatever, you can be successful. (laughs) You can be successful if you take a day and you reserve your spoons. Yes. You can still be successful if you. Or if you have exhausted all your spoons and then you need a day of rest. Yes. Take a fucking day. Rest yourself. (laughs) Be like Jesus. Like I. I all my spoons creating the universe. I need a day of rest. You guys, I'm out of spoons. <laughs> Truly. So don't feel bad if you don't have the same if you use different spoons than people. Yeah. Is basically what she said. Yeah. And um give yourself a fucking break. Yeah. You can still be successful in your own way. If being successful means helping somebody, you can do that. Mm-hmm. If it means financially to you, okay. But understand, <laughs> yeah, that we live in a capitalist society. <laughs> yeah, so. someone sold you a dream that may not be your dream. Yeah, yeah. So maybe find success in other ways. Yeah, I feel if you measure success by helping other people, you can be successful every single day. Yeah, honestly. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I like how your brain works. <laughs> Thank you. That's how I'm going to start phrasing it. I love that. Okay, Thank you. <laughs> See, yeah. we're learning, we're, we're growing. growing, we are constantly yeah, moving, we're relapsing. <laughs> 40 different skin suits, I'm trying them on every day. <laughs> yeah, whatever you can. <laughs> you know. Okay. You can be new people all the time. Yeah. It's totally fine. Yeah. Not Try. physically. No. What? Well, yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah. I, I meant like don't wear other people's skin. <laughs> That's what I meant. That's good. But you um, do you want to talk about our the pa- the Patreon thing that people Oh, before yeah. Before we go? Yeah. So we have decided that we have, we've counted our spoons. Yeah. And we have decided that we have enough spoons to put out um, bonus content twice a month. We hear you guys. Maybe we, more. We hear the people that are like, oh my God, I need more, more, more. Yeah. I've binged you all. Where can I get more? Yeah. Or we, we want you. to support you. Yes. How can we support you? Yeah, so, we get a lot of people that are just like, we want to donate money. That's okay. You don't have to. We want to give you something in return, yeah. but if you want to. Well, I think of it like this. Um, we give you a little something, something, you give us a little something. Well, we're small business owners. Yeah, we are. I would, I would, if my friend has a small business, I would want to invest yes. in their business. Yeah. And if they want to invest in my business, I'm so grateful for that because it makes me feel valued yes. in what we do. So yes. I'm never going to like tell people that they can't value us if they want to value us in that way. Yeah. And so we hear you and um, we host through Red Circle and on Red Circle, we are able to, um, ha- it's kind of like Patreon in mm-hmm. a way, but it's just all on the platform that we host on. So I'll include the link for the description. I don't know if I can do video on there. We may have to do um, two different memberships. Like if you want to do an audio membership, it will be over there. If, if you, you want to do, do a video membership and you don't you definitely don't have to do both if you just prefer one over the other you can do that um we might we'll be able to do memberships on youtube Mm -hmm. as well um for the video content um but yeah we're just going to do like q a's um unboxings um because we are so appreciative of everyone who is sending Sending us things um 
you're all so talented. Everything is incredible. We want to um, give you guys like the shout outs that you deserve. Yeah. We just don't want to use like Actual 10 podcast. minutes yeah, yeah. of the, the episode time for it because uh, we already talk entirely too much anyway. <laughs> so we want to do like unboxings and stuff. Um games you guys like when we do some of our game things yeah. more dream interpreting because people are sending us their yeah. dreams so those would just Anytime be some we do like little send us your um work stories we could yes. do little mini episodes of those yeah yeah all like if we don't get to certain things in the main episode bonus stuff will be yes. available so we we uh in counting our spoons have decided at least two if more happen, more happen, but we yeah. are committing to two. Two a month? <laughs> two a month. Yes. Two, two whenever we decide. Yes. No, two a month. Um, so yeah, I'll keep I'll put that in the description. Um and yeah, we it's uh five dollars a month yeah. um on Red Circle. I haven't looked at what it is. I don't know if I can if we can choose it on YouTube, but yeah. um, if we can, then yeah. that'll probably be I understand that that's still a lot of money. Please do not feel obligated. Nope. You still have full access yep. to the free content that we put out. Just this this is going to be ad-free. Yes. So we're yeah. going to it's going to be just bonus content you're not going to miss out but if you just need more if you want more yeah. i understand yeah. so we're just going to have bonus content for you yeah if you need it and thank you so much for asking for that um yeah. it it means the world to us that you it makes us feel like we're yeah. somebody <laughs> yeah and yeah. i need that right now <laughs> she really does <laughs> so i appreciate um, it so uh yeah that's the that on imposter syndrome 2.0 you can always grow and you can go backwards. Nothing is linear. Time isn't real. You're not an You imposter. are whoever you want to be, whenever you want to be it. Yes. And we love you so much. Yes. Um, we will see you next week. All right. We're out. Goodbye. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.